live. We are live. Yes, we're good. All right. So you guys saved the podcast this week. This will be coming out later today. And okay, so what are your last names? We got Brian and John here. Yeah. You've been training how long? Here. Um, Just let's start start with here, then we'll go back in time. But okay, like three months before COVID, and then like three months after now, I guess. So six months total. And you guys came at the same time. I have one month extra than him, just because I was training at a gym before I moved here. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so thanks for saving the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I was out of town, so we didn't get the chance to record. So we're here. So um, we're joined with two of our white belts at our gym, John and Brian, and. I feel like you've been training longer than that, but maybe it's because of COVID. Um, yeah. We also come pretty regularly, too. Well, yeah. Well, that, that's, def- that's definitely a, a good thing. But it, it's just weird because, yeah, I would say, like, I, w- I would have pegged you at, like, nine, ten months. Like, that's where it should be. Or it should be, like, a year, really. But yeah. because Cause of COVID, and yeah. Stuff, and you came back. I came back for, like, a week and then stopped again. It was just, like, a mess. The whole okay. Pandemic thing. So, first thing, you guys are, are one, um, like, everyone... Like trains here and we get along, but fewer people actually have what we call like dedicated training partners. You guys definitely train a lot together, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you guys originally meet? Did you meet here? <laughs> did you meet beforehand or like? So. Okay, uh, I found the good questions. Yeah, we, a funny uh, story. Guys. Yeah, we met in high school. Uh, he actually used to fucking hate me because I was pretty uh, I was pretty obnoxious in high school. But um, where did you guys go to high school? Uh, in Fort Lauderdale, South Okay. South High. Yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, he used to hate me, and then uh, there was and one day. Hate. Hates a strong. <laughs> there was one Bring the day. Mic just a little more. Oh, there you go. There was one day where I was. Um, I, I don't know what we were like. Uh, our friend Will's house, and um, I don't know. He was like pissed off at every other friend, and I like went outside to like you know calm him down, and then we started being like best friends from then <laughs> on, then on, and then um, yeah, and then we started training together. Um, yeah, at the same time, but he... Um, he was training Muay Thai in another city, and I was interested in combat sports, I guess, pretty much because him and the other guy, Will, who used to come here, remember Will? Laystrom, red hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he used to come. They trained Muay Thai, and I was like, dang, I want to do combat sports, so I started jiu-jitsu in Melbourne, and uh, yeah, it's actually a funny story because we came here so much, and you used to refer to us as brothers, right? You're like, go roll with your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were out with Adam and Romaine and John, and they were like, so you guys actually related? And we were like, oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely related. <laughs> so this is gonna be them finding out that we're not actually related. Yeah. <laughs> but. And it was funnier, when we were hanging out earlier before, like they asked me about John, I was like, oh, is that like your cousin? I'm like, no, we're friends, we met in high school. Literally later that same day, John's like, oh yeah, we're brothers, we're cousins, or yeah. Well, they asked, yeah. and of course I took the opportunity. I was like, oh yeah, we're definitely related, yeah. And then we convinced them, yeah, oh okay, you guys are related. Yeah, it was like the whole. They were like, no, you're not. We're like, no, we seriously are related. So, um, going back to the South Florida days, are you guys both originally from South Florida? Yeah. And you met in high school. Were you guys doing any sports? Like, did you do sports in like middle school or high school, or were you active in any way? Like what were your, the things so you did? I did baseball like my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went to a different high school for my freshman and sophomore year, uh, I went to St. Thomas and I did wrestling for like three weeks. Okay. Um, so that was like my very introductory to like kind of combat sports and, and rolling a little bit. Um, but yeah, mostly just baseball. Baseball. And what about you, John? I know. I used to play basketball with them unofficially, like outside oh, okay. of school, but I never played school official sports, nothing like that. Pretty good nope. Counter-Strike player. <laughs> I did used to play a lot of Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike Go. <laughs> I was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> did you guys ever get into like MOBAs and stuff? Like, yeah, like I, I still play MOBAs. Oh, what, what do you Dota, play? Dota, Dota too, yeah. Oh, Is there another MOBA? Don't say League. Oh, Don't say No, it. no. Dude, I have so many stories. I, I played that for a little bit. I... 
I hate that game with a passion. I oh, love dude, it when you win. Does. I love it when I, I when I lose. I hate it with a passion because you know you've lost ten minutes in, and yeah. you have forty more minutes <laughs> of just watching the. It's, I have the worst. Like they they rank your behavior, and I just quit games all the time. And uh, it breaks down your behavior scores. Yeah. <laughs> I have the worst one. Oh all my God. friends hate me because after five so minutes. So you're rage quitting all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, all the time. All right. So we, yeah. For, okay. Most of the judicious people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> um, look it up. It's cool. So, um, so in high school, so just make sure I'm following this. Uh, did you guys get a chance to train Muay Thai or Jiu Jitsu in South Florida? No. Okay. So what brought you to Central Florida? Was it college? Uh, yeah, I came here for college and then got a job down here. So, so Okay, so you guys both went to UCF? Yep. yep. And did you guys stay in touch while you were here? Yep. Yep. Okay. We were roommates for like two years. Yeah, two years, yeah. And then what did each... So, Brian, what did you study? Uh, I studied social work. And then what about you? IT. IT. And at what point did you guys say, well, shit, I have a little time. Let, let me try training again. Like, so when uh, did you have that realization? Because I had a very similar realization. I was like sitting on my... I had been here in Orlando for a year. I was sitting on my bed playing Madden Mobile, and I was like, why am I playing Madden Mobile? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I have time to do Madden Mobile and kind of grind, like, whatever currency, you know. Yeah. I think in that game at the time, it was, like, there were, like, three or four different currencies you could, like, farm. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> and then I realized I had time to actually give Jiu-Jitsu a try because I was always interested. So um, when did you kind of have, like, when did you, Brian, have that, like, that interest come back to you? So um, I played a lot of, like, street basketball, but, like, my where's body. Street, where's the street basketball in Orlando? Um, it just means regular basketball. I mean, the <laughs> like, parks, um, there's multiple Where's the Rucker like Park of Orlando? I think it's, like, Blue Jay Park, uh, like, I, I, Baldwin. Yeah. Okay, I'm aware of that, yeah. Um, so I played there, uh, but my, my body was just failing on me. Like, everything started just hurting. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I got to find another sport that's going to be you know, less problematic. And I started out with Muay Thai, just training Muay Thai. But after like a year and a half of just kicking a bag, it just, it gets repetitive. And like, now you know, where did you train Muay Thai? Uh, Florida Muay Thai. It's like okay. on a Loma. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm um, <clears throat> and yeah, it just got repetitive hitting a bag. So I wanted to learn something else. And then we found this gym that does both. So, so how did you, I'm always curious, how did you come across the ATT Orlando? Um, so while like researching, um, I like Muay Thai places, too. obviously ATT came up, um, but Florida Muay Thai was just closer to my house. Uh -huh. Um, and I wanted to do Muay Thai more than I wanted to do jujitsu and, you know, I didn't want to drive 25 minutes to, <laughs> you know, come over here. So mm -hmm. I just went with that, but then inevitably I ended up wanting to do jujitsu and here we are. Okay. And then what about you, John? Like what, what got you, what got the itch going for you? Um, it was him doing Muay Thai. We, I, at the time, I lived in Melbourne. I used to work at a software company in Melbourne, Florida. It was like an hour south. Was of it here. Raytheon? Uh, no, it was GE. General GE, Electric. okay. GE there's so many. Yeah, I had a there is a Raytheon down. There's a Harris. There's a there's Raytheon. A yeah, there's my, a Lockheed. My, a really good friend of mine worked at Harris for a number of years, and he lived in Palm Bay. Yeah, but he, I lived pretty much in Palm Bay. It's yeah. close to Palm Bay, yeah. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so they were doing uh, Muay Thai. Did you ever Thai. go to Off the Tracks? Where is that? Off the tracks is like this is that the dive bar. I saw it, but no, I never went in oh, it. Man. I wasn't. I didn't really have a ton of friends there, so I really didn't. That's why I moved to Orlando to get back to my friends. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But fair yeah, enough. so they were doing Muay Thai, and I, I just was interested. I, I actually went. I thought it was cool, and I went. Our other friend Will, he had a garage with a bag and stuff, and I went. And they were just like kind of showing me the ropes or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to train. And originally, I was going to do Muay Thai, but I went to a jujitsu gym, Vortex Jujitsu in Melbourne. If you've never been there, you should go. Mm -hmm. um, they had both, but I just did jujitsu, and then I just I just like jujitsu more. 
I'm not, I, I'm not like a super big fan of getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way, honestly. I, I, I would like to train it. Like, I think it's cool and fun, but I just, I need to get over that getting punched in the face thing. It's I think like right now my thing is like, I, I, I feel like I should train it from a, to be a more complete, like, yeah, I agree. Like for the art. Yeah. But also just self-defense kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Am I interested in taking it to the elite level? I, not real, not right now, but maybe if I started, I would. Right. You know, so I don't know. But I'm kind of similar. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't want to get hit in the face. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to get my bell rung. But a lot of my friends will just roll my eyes at that. Um, what? Uh, so, w- was it work that brought you back to Orlando? My girlfriend lives in Orlando. Okay. So we moved in together. I moved to Orlando. Also, my friends are here. Like I said, I don't really have a ton of friends in Melbourne. I don't really like it there. It's kind of like a a bit of a retirement home there's mm-hmm. a lot of old people <laughs> like i used to i used to play a lot of poker and the only card room in melbourne is just literally just like i would be the youngest student there by like four decades yeah like, you know and even if you go there was like a downtown area but i don't know i just wasn't into melbourne that much okay it, it seemed like a nice so place. you you switched jobs of you, you you found a new job here in orlando yeah i've been since i've switched to that job i found two new jobs okay I'm about to cool to another one. so <laughs> um who was the first one that, that had discovered AT2 Orlando? Like, who was the one? Was it you, John, or, it was, or Brian? I think it was I think me. it was Will. Uh, no, me and Will. I showed it to Will. Me, me and Will basically went gym shopping. Okay. I went to that one that Alec Balding used to run. I think he's there. Oh, anymore. yeah. Orlando BJJ. I went there, and that one was just too far from his house. So he was like, <laughs> oh, I'm not going there. I actually probably would have gone there. Just not. I went there. It was just like a big mat space. Mm-hmm. And, but then we ended up here, talked to Paul. I think he was doing a private or something, um, and he just seemed really cool. Oh, and also... Paul got like a glowing recommendation from uh, Tommy. I can't remember his last name now, but the guy at Vortex Jiu Jitsu. I was, because I was still in Melbourne at the time, and I was asking him, like, hey, what do you think about. Um, I said, I didn't say Alex's name. I said someone else that used to, I'm not going to throw out names, but mm-hmm. I, I said someone, he was like, oh, you probably don't want to go there. Don't train with that guy. And I said, what about Paul Rodriguez? He was like, oh, Paul Rodriguez? Yeah, you should go there. 100% you should train at that gym. <laughs> well, I got to look this guy up now. Uh, he's a black belt under. You said Vortex Jiu Jitsu? Yeah, he's a black belt under Hinato Tavares. Um, okay. that, that's why my, my gi has those stickers. He's really, really cool. And he that, that gym is, a, I actually like that gym a lot. He's similar to this gym in the sense that it's not as uh, traditional. Um, which was cool. I, I like that. All right. So you guys made the decision collectively to come train here. Yep. Yep. What, what like, what were the first, cause this was pre COVID. What were your first, like, what was your first, first month? Like, cause I remember guys that, cause it's, it's, I can, it, the first thing I'll notice when someone new comes is if they're brand new or if they've trained somewhere else mm-hmm. and you guys had, because of just because of the gi, I was like, okay, well, they've trained somewhere else, so they have some yeah. groundwork, they know how to shrimp and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what was your first month like here when you guys were training? Well, um, I, I came in it uh, knowing that for the first you know month or two or three or whatever that I was just going to get stomped. So I came in it with the perspective like, let me just try to survive. So it was Tommy Wales. Yes, that's Tommy correct. Wales. Yes. So shout out to Tommy Wales at Vortex. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. All right. So continue, Brian. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I, I I had the perspective that I was like gonna kind of come in and just uh, get stomped for a little while and just like learn how to defend myself first and then you know uh, adapt and grow after that. Um, so I because you had no real grappling experience. No, just you'd wrestling. only done more. You just done wrestling. Yeah. Whereas whereas John had done a little jujitsu. Yeah. You had done zero jujitsu. You just had your little wrestling. Back I did back. I did a little bit of wrestling and then uh, my friends uh, at high school I did I, a little bit of grappling in their garage. 
Um, and they showed me a little bit of. But you came stuff, in with a gi, nothing, like you you already had yeah, a gi. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew, so you I had, I had the head. Yeah. He gave me the icky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So cool. So what was that first month like? So you came in knowing you're like, okay, I'm going to get smashed and stuff. So you, you came in expecting to be humbled. Yeah. And what happened? What was the reality? Uh, and the reality was, yeah. Uh, I mean, I survived. So like that, I didn't get submitted as frequently as I thought I would. So mm-hmm. that was like a confidence booster. So I feel like if you sell yourself short. You know, you can only go up from there. So uh, mm-hmm. I set my perce- or my um, expectations real low, and uh, I'm I'm still here. I I really enjoy it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And what about you, John? What was your first month like? Um, it was interesting because at uh, Vortex there was no fundamentals. You just the black belts, the brown belts, the purple belts—they all roll, and there's no like you can't ask this person. None of that stuff. You just yeah. you, he'll match you up or whatever. So. I was getting smashed a lot at that gym, like, but I liked it, it and it, nobody was like hurting me or anything like that. It was just like, it was kind of like, you know, you roll with someone and you're like, wow, like, I hope that I could do that someday, <laughs> eventually. It's like kind of like a, it sets goals. But then I came here and there's a fundamentals class and, you know, depending on who you go with, like there's a big skill range in, um, am I not holding it close enough or, oh, okay. There's a big skill range in like white belts, right? You can go with someone who's brand new or you can go with someone who's almost a blue belt. There's like a big difference. And I think on my first day, I didn't know, I didn't even know what reaping was, but I guess I was reaping and Mark was like, Hey man, no reaping. And I didn't know what that was. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But I stopped and asked, it's like, I asked, it. I was like, I don't know what reaping is. And they explained it to me, of course. Yeah. yeah. But and I, I didn't even know that I was doing that because that, that, I guess that wasn't a rule. We, we also, we could, we could heel hook people at that gym. Okay. So I, that's not like a no, no here. We don't heel hook at the white belts level, but yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we, we, yeah, then we open you up, but yeah, right, for right. sure the white belts. So. But see, I was different in that sense. It was different that I was going pretty much exclusively white belts as opposed to a mix of everybody. Mm-hmm. I think there's pros and cons to both. It mm-hmm. just depends. Mm-hmm. So what has, so you guys trained for like two to three months, then the pandemic hit. And then you guys come back subsequently, and and how long do you say you've been training now for this stint? I think I'm at, I would be like one month ahead of him, so seven or eight for me, six yeah. or seven for him. But that's all total. Total, yeah. yeah. Total. I'm sorry, but oh, like, sorry for this since coming I back, misunderstood. so I'd be like um, four or we five. We started in like February, started back up February. Has it been? No way. I think so. I think we started back in February. I don't remember when I came. Oh back no, now. I started in March because yeah, that's when I got April. my COVID shot. Yeah. Yeah, it was after I got the vaccine, which yeah, I got in March. March. So it would have been like April. Yeah. Okay, so April, May, June, and now we're in July. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what, like, how do you view grappling now? Because I feel like you guys now have, you know, some mileage, you know, under you, and you're not just, quote, surviving, you know, like you, you get to mm-hmm. do stuff. So w- what is it, like, how do your roles go now, and, and what are your objectives when you're trying to roll? Like, are you just trying to submit people? Are you trying to work techniques? Like, what's your mindset now when, you, when you're rolling? Let's just say in a fundamentals class, not, not if you're rolling with, like, a brown belt or something, mm-hmm. you know? So I think I've, like, um, you know, I've, after a while, you pick out the, the white belts who will give you, like, the good competition mm-hmm. and, and, you know, give you that good work. And then, you you know, the people who are relatively newer, I, I want to work on, like, defense and, and let them kind of, you know, get get a good handle on things so like with the more experienced people and like people i view as better than me or can submit me regularly i'll go after them i'll, I'll you know i'll try to you know submit them try to try to you know work with them um but with people who are kind of not that i see like i, I can submit them or, or i'm a little more experienced with them i'll just practice i'll work a little bit more on uh defense and try to let them work and then you know go from defense to offense and you know Okay, and and how um, how do you feel like you're tracking 
Well, hang on. I'll, before I do that, what, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, same, similar to what he said. It kind of just depends on who you're going with, you know. Um, I like to, me and Brian have like a unspoken understanding of like a pretty much like a good intensity level yeah. where it's like, no, nobody really has to say anything, but we can start slow and then kind of scale up as we roll into like, you know, what it ends up being like 80, 90%. Until someone cramps or something yeah. or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hurt my shoulder, whatever yeah. it is. But I like going with him because, just because, like I said, we can go hard without, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know. We just roll a lot together. So how, when did you guys feel like it was like, all right, pair up guys that you guys started saying, okay, let's pair up regularly. Like, did that start from the beginning? Like, at what point, at what point did you guys become like the go-to training partners for each other? I think, yeah, we just started showing up and, like, you know, we're comfortable with each other. We know each other. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Because, um, you know, when you go to a, a new place, new gym, you don't know anybody. You know, it's a little awkward to kind of start, you know, rolling around with them, trying to, you know, attack them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's just like we were friends for many, many years. So I think it's just we're comfortable. Was there – do you guys, like – coordinate when you come or do you guys just come regularly yeah. enough that you're always going to cross paths we just whenever yeah, just we text. go i'll just text him that like, you gone yep and okay and then if yeah. he does not go and i might still go he usually goes without me and so uh, i know I, I see brian <laughs> brian's like ah fuck him i don't care I, yeah, I, sometimes i I'll learn something secret what do i what do i learn? I'm trying to get that edge <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then i was funny because i went without him the other day and that's when we learned the kimura grip that you were just doing over here and i was just waiting for him to grab a single leg on me to get it and then of course he showed it to him i was like no <laughs> so have you guys have you guys experience kind of like the arms race where like one person learns something yeah yeah and then sure. you do it on the other person and you get them or something and like what was that and then you show them and then they learn and then it's like you get them once and yeah. then they catch up and then they yep. show you something yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. my uh, my bar for success when i was like first starting out was uh jeff um yep i, I was trying to like catch him and start submitting him because he would submit me regularly and so once I finally got him, I I, I didn't get complacent or comfortable. And I'm like, all right, finally, like I'm starting to get good. You feel like then, you're getting better. You yeah. Know? And then he comes around, starts submitting me again. I'm like, fuck, gotta <laughs> gotta work. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I definitely find like if you have a dedicated training partner, like you get that added bonus of you any any trick or thing you learn that's new you can't wait to try it on that your your partner yeah. so then he'll get the benefit of whether it works or not he'll get the benefit of seeing it and then oh. it won't work anymore right but yeah. then you get good at defending those things so it, it it's it, it i think it accelerates your progress so i think you guys got a good thing so what like uh how do you guys feel like you're tracking towards your blue belts or blue belches you know because now you guys are getting close to like, like you said like eight nine months you know, once you get a year, you know, you'll, you'll, the bell will start ringing. And <laughs> so like, how do you guys feel like you are tracking towards that? Um, so with me, like the, obviously like I, I want to get my blue belt like within like a year, like a little bit after a year. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know if I'm like, uh, uh, tracking it per se. I'm just trying to like, uh, learn as much as I can, as quick as I can. But the, uh, the thing that terrifies me is the names of shit. Like when you guys say you got to learn the rocket sweep and like all these different sweeps and you have to know them to get your blue belt. You got to know them in Japanese too. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to ask like <laughs> and Portuguese. You need, so you can communicate Japanese. Yeah, man. You, what's an arm bar in, uh, in Japanese? Yeah. See? Hey! <laughs> the names are what's intimidating me. 
Yeah, I mean, because if somebody told me, "Hey, do a rocket sweep," or "Hey, do a hook sweep," I like. I don't you know, know which know one. Which one yeah, I mean, I mean now because yeah, today we talked about the hook sweep, but huh. just on the fly, like if I don't know, if you told me to do an ashigarami, I'll like I've. Well, that's, that's not going to be on the. Position. That's not going to be on the. That's not going to be on the blue belt test though. Yeah. Um, you too. So what? Um, okay, so what about you, John? Like, how do you feel you're tracking? Um, I don't really know. I, like, I've I've been trying to make a note to come to more advanced classes just to roll with some more mm-hmm. blue belt or any of the upper belts, really, just to kind of get. Because a lot of times, I, like I've felt like, man, I, I feel like I'm really getting better. And then you just go with somebody, and you're like, wow, I really suck, mm-hmm. you know. And that, I don't know. I remember I went. Of course, the one the one guy that I did go with who kind of crushed my dreams. He happens to be a pro fighter, but <laughs> I I remember going with him and just being like, wow, I feel like I, that was my first. Well, you day. let you like connect your his hands. I mean, I didn't even know who he was, number one, but number... I, mean, I just knew he meant Eli right away when he said that, so I'll just so say bad. that. And then of well, course, Eli's very strong, so if he connects his hands, you're not moving. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it was just... I just remember being like, wow, I really suck. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, like, I feel like um, I'd like to go against more upper belts to really gauge my... Because it's mm-hmm. like one thing to go against white belts. And I don't know. I, really, I don't know how to answer your question. Okay. Um, what... Uh, so... <clears throat> What are your guys' like goals when it comes to jujitsu? Do you have any? Like, do you have aspirations to to get a black belt? Do you're just like I just do it to stay in shape? Like, because this is something we ask people at the beginning, and a lot of times people will be like, "Well, I'm trying to, you know, I, I I like going to the gym, but I get bored lifting weights, so this is my way of staying in shape." Other mm-hmm. people are like, "Oh, I want to get a black belt." So, like, what? Like right now, and they they can always change. We're not holding you to it, but like, do you have any goals right now when it comes to jujitsu? Yeah, I think it started out with um, just wanting to, like, do something to get in shape and, like, have something, you know, I could do that's not going to, like, be completely detrimental to, like, my health mm-hmm. and, like, break my bones. Um, I don't but, understand. Sorry, I just want to, I want to say something. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't understand how you can't play basketball, but you can wrestle people. Because I, like, that so... makes no sense to me. Because when you're jumping and, you, like, you land, it's a lot of shock absorption on your knees and your back. Uh-huh. And... After, Whereas we're like, just trying to rip your ACL out and... Yeah, but you can... And pop your... Uh, <laughs> you can just tap. <laughs> Um, but you know, it started out with like, yeah, I just wanted to do exercise, but like, as I got more involved in it and I learned, you know, it is kind of like a chess match and I, I love strategy based, you know, kind of chess games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to like progress now. Um, so I, yeah, I definitely want to get a blue belt. Definitely want to try to go as far as I can kind of go. How are you allocating your skill points thus far in your jujitsu game? What do you mean by? Like, well, like what, like what, like what, what, what oh, skill, oh. like what, like passing is like, yeah, it's like, I mean, you, you I, I mean, I'd imagine you're a gamer too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if you're if you're My creating staff. your role playing character and, and <laughs> it's got a really high, a lot of points in arm bars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, like like what are the things like you're currently working on? Uh, definitely like more side control because mm-hmm. um, when you guys were talking about like when you're in position one and you can kind of control there, mm-hmm. that's like the basis of a lot of good stuff. So I, I literally like I listen to that and I'm like, all right, I'll try to work on that for a while until I'm like you know comfortable in it. Um, but I think my sta- like I'm I have pretty decent guard and i'm pretty good at getting back into like at least half guard and then working from there mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's pretty and then like uh when i am inside control i can you know, usually get an arm over to do um you know either take the back or put an arm bar things like that sure and what about you john like what are your goals i think i accidentally put too many points in guard like, if, like <laughs> oh, I, I don't know why i just i naturally just fall to my back and want to play guard which is weird because like when i watch matches i always watch like you know, big wrestlers go and I'm like, man, I really want to have good stand up. And then I come to the gym and I'm like, I'm going to practice stand up today. And then I fall back to my guard and play guard. I, I, I don't, I don't know why. I, 
And it's also like the whole self-defense thing. Like if not that I, I don't, I've never even been to fight and I don't plan to get in a fight, mm-hmm. but if I did pulling guard is probably about the worst thing you could correct. Do. <laughs> don't pull guard. So it's like, I'm going to like daily heave with somebody like, of course not. You know what I mean? That would mm-hmm. be stupid, but you know, I don't know. I just think guard is fun. I like sweeping. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. Do the I, Ryan Hall strategy. Let's go for that. Yeah. Line. That, that was a really bad showing from Ryan Hall, but he, it worked before. I don't know if you saw that fight. But I did. They yeah. made a lot of memes about it. I know. <laughs> it was well, like, I it looks like what they say. They, they, Ryan Hall looks like when when your dog gets a hold of your controller in the <laughs> <UFC> or something, <laughs> or like your three year old brother like gets a hold of your controller while yeah, you're playing USC. <laughs> I, but that works before. And also, I, I don't know if this is true, but on Twitter they were saying that he had broke his hand in the first punch, so he was like kind of pigeonholed into jujitsu at that point. I don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's I did hear that, and it would make sense. Because in his other matches, he didn't spam it as hard, you know? Yeah. He mixed up. But whatever. I like Ryan Hall still. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, he's awesome. That was just, it looked it look weird. It definitely looked weird. Um, so, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, what, how, how, do you guys think that your background as gamers made you more likely to get into jujitsu or, or, or more, more so do you find things with gaming relatable to jujitsu and vice versa? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. The competitiveness and like, um, how, yeah, like different strategies can impact like the outcome. It's just like, it's like this weird, that's why I like about jujitsu. It's like this weird blend of if you're athletic, that'll help you. But also if you're really technical and you can like think things through, that'll also help you. Like if you can break things down into their pieces, of course, I say this with the disclaimer, I'm a white belt, I don't know shit. Yeah, no. But, um, it's just, like, I remember my, like, wow moment was when I was training at Tommy. He was, like, showing me, um, the, he was showing me the difference in an Americana where your elbow's, like, right next to their head versus when it's out here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, try to break out of this Americana. And I broke out. And then he moved his arm, you know, like, six inches, and then I couldn't move my arm anymore. I was like, wow, like, little tiny details like that. Um, you know, it's kind of like in video games sometimes, like the smallest thing could change a whole Dota match or mm-hmm. a whole seat. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's really cool, like that parallel you can draw between those two things. Yeah. Now, do you guys um, go to any, do you do any extracurricular studying of jujitsu? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So what, what do you guys like? What, what's your current rabbit hole or what's your current, um, you know, outside resources you like going to? <laughs> I tried watching John Danaher, but it just it got He's so, so mind numbing. <laughs> He's obviously very good. He does yeah. speak so freaking slow. It's it's tough. Um, and yeah, what, what, what instructionals are you watching, or what? What I was watching, it wasn't even one of his instructionals. I wouldn't pay for one of his instructionals. Yeah. Oh, the one was within Bernardo. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, there were a bunch with Bernardo. So what was he trying to? What was he opining? I about? don't even remember. This was I watched. Did you watch one recently? No, not recently. I don't remember what I was what I was watching with Danaher, but it was. I think it maybe was a mount escape, maybe. Okay, was it the kipping one? This is I. I don't remember honestly. I just remember I just remember turning it off. I was like, dude, I can't with this dude. Even at two times speed, I'm just like, dude, it's. It's funny. There's a whole thing about people that just swear by like, oh, we're 1.5x or or 2x on him. And and what's funny is like when we hear him at normal speed, it sounds weird. And I also <laughs> think that like he. Uh, I don't know the guy. Obviously, he's very good. He's got a ton of good grapplers, but I feel like he... In your opinion, it's fine. Yeah, I feel like he, like, intentionally tries to make things sound more intelligent. Like, literally, like, I remember he was going, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah. Talking about... The first time or the second time? I, I don't know which time it was. Cause this was, like, an eight-minute clip. But okay. he was talking about one of Gordon's matches 
against somebody and he was oh, like against cyborg this is the first one yeah and he was like gordon you know always oh, got this wedge with this thing it's like dude he's a tri- like he's he, he's trapped it's a triangle we all know it's a triangle like <laughs> don't say it's a wedge with a you know it's just i don't know i think he does that on purpose because and maybe he just talks that way i don't know did you see um, like did you see his one like the the four principles of jujitsu with joe rogan i don't think what's so. the first and and literally joe oh, would kind of answer the question yeah. and he'd be like no Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he'd say the same thing, yeah. but he'd say it in his language, yeah. and Joe'd be like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> Joe. You know, um, I don't disagree with you. I do think sometimes, like he has a fascination with with uh, the critical problem or the 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 principle, or the, and it's like you just made this up. Like, yeah, that yeah. that's what it feels like a lot of times. He's like, "You literally just made this up," and maybe it's true. I don't know, but also. You didn't need to say it in like 50 words. Yeah, that's why I'm a fan of Ryan Hall because Ryan Hall yeah. is is very precise, but he he gets to the point a lot quicker. And yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. Get I watch a lot of Keenan Cornelius videos too. Yeah, I okay. think he's yeah. very like descriptive and kind of like when uh, the, like the 20 minute video where he's just rolling with people narrating what he does. Yeah. I th- uh, that was uh, great. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, I remember that was a good video. Um, I think he did one more recently where it was like the 10 or 20 things don't do as a as a beginner yeah and he kind of went over all of them i, I watched know, a couple a of those stuff. yeah um so what other guys so we, we you mentioned danaher and danaher put you to sleep <laughs> i had Some a uh, i have a lachlan giles um one of his instructions because it was on sale but i quickly figured out that well one I, I it's easier to do these things when you can like watch it and then drill it mm-hmm. i would like watch it at home and then just forget it by the time I come in here. And also, he does like a lot of inverted leg entanglements. So, which stuff. one was this? The the fifty fifty anthology? No, uh, I think it was half guard. Oh. This, this was it was not one of his new ones. I know he just came out with a new one. I see ads for all over the place. Yeah, this was yeah. like, and I I have it somewhere because I bought it, but I haven't even watched the whole thing. But um, I just found that it wasn't gonna be a good way. I I wasn't able to practice the things because well, first of all, at the time I couldn't even invert, and then mm-hmm. he's always going inverted for some crap. Um, he's really good too. I do like him, but I think instructionals are hard to do it unless you can drill them as you're watching them. At least for me personally, like if I could get us like a section pause, all right, Brian, let's try this. And then, you know, go through it like that as opposed to just watching it and then come. So how do you best learn? Uh, by doing definitely by doing doing. like someone shows me, I do it and then keep doing it. And like, it's hard for me, like learning by reading or learning by watching and then not doing it immediately. is hard for me. Okay, so the way we have things structured probably helps a guy like you because yeah, we'll sure. be like, show it, then you'll do it, then we'll show it again, then yep. you'll do it, then we'll show it again and maybe tweak it, but you'll get to, like, it's perfect the, for me. Perfect. For you. So what about you? Guys you go around. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so what about you, Brian? Same thing. And, like, even when I was uh, a little bit more beginning, um, I bought one of those uh, dummy training dummies because I was just like, no, like, don't, don't. Admit. I did. I, that's what that. I told him. That's what no, he told me. You, well, no. But then I started I submitting to, him. I'm gonna have to remove this from. That. I'm gonna have to save you <laughs> and edit, do some editing now and be like, <laughs> we just cut this. <laughs> I tried to tell him. Dude. I told you. I tried. Just use a chair, man. That was almost just as bad. At least you didn't spend money on it. So people were baron bowling chairs. Like, did you see that? All these people were baron bowling chairs. So, like, but I will say, like, wait, was it during the pandemic that you did that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was before the pandemic. Oh, no, he's part of that. There was a whole crazy. episode of their podcast where Paul was on making fun of the people who were rolling with the thing. It was just kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's repetitive. I, I learn by doing things over and over and over and over again. So, mm-hmm. like, if I can practice, like, just doing, like, the sweeps. Like, um, you can do a scissor sweep on, like, one of those dummies and, like, mm-hmm. learn the grips and stuff like that. Um, 
I don't do it as much now, but because uh, <laughs> there's not much like once you, yeah, once you learn like those little basic fundamental things. There's not, not the much conversation piece for a girl you bring over. Like, well, what's that? <laughs> well, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, like, if I were to ask you guys, um, right now, to show me a move, what would you feel like? Or not even, it doesn't have to be a move, it could be a system too, if, if you want to talk to them. Like, what is the thing that you feel most comfortable about right now that you feel like you could, you could opine about? I feel like I would miss details that are probably pretty important. Fair enough, that's fair, fair uh, enough. But I could, I don't know. Um, the um, scissor sweep, okay. I, I, I try that one a lot. Okay. I remember that one pretty well. Brian, yeah, Brian's um, looking in deep thought here. Well, because I, I think like the flower sweep, I think is um, the flower I, sweep. Yeah, we've we've shown the flower sweep in the last six months here. Yeah, pretty sure you yeah, have. Yeah. Oh boy, it was I'm a month ago. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Are you sure it's going to be the flower? Or it's going to be the pendulum. Um, oh, it might have been the pendulum. I'm pretty. Um, Look, I'm muddying the waters now. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been the pendulum. I, it was it's when the you leg. cross the arm over, you put around the back, then you go under, and then. Do you scoop the leg or yeah, do you grab the, the pant leg? I scoop the leg. Okay, so that's a pendulum sweep. Yeah. Okay. That's a pendulum sweep. You've done it to me in rolling. Just told you the names. Of, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked with the names. Yeah. Fucked with the <laughs> he names. did say that. <laughs> um, what is... Um, I guess what I'm trying to... What, what I want to talk about, because I think the gaming thing is interesting, because I've made some observations just myself in the training I've done and thinking about how my background's helped or hurt me when it's come to jujitsu. Um, I think playing a, a previous sport helped because I just had some coordination. Mm-hmm. I think um, there's something about being a gamer and, and trying to min max. Yes, like you always want to. You always want to be completely optimal. I mean, not everybody, but a That's lot efficient. of gaming these days, especially sure. with if you if people are watching Twitch, like all those streamers are all about min maxing. Yep, it's like mm-hmm. how can I score the highest points or collect the most loot or whatever. Yep. Even if it takes a ridiculous amount of time, it becomes a spreadsheet game more than yeah, anything. Absolutely. But that sort of think thought process lends itself a lot to jiu-jitsu because you're always looking for, um, like you said, how can a little adjustment, how can I improve my leverages, how can I optimize what I'm doing um, to get better? So I guess the other thing is, like, do you guys find yourself thinking about jiu-jitsu when you're not here? And if so... What are you thinking about? Like, what's going on in, in your in your heads? Like, there's sometimes where I'm just like, like I want to just like I have a hankering, like I just need to like, um, I want to roll or like I want to like learn something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, social media apps, you see a bunch of like videos yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that that I I save them and I, I say I'm gonna learn them later. Yeah, but I never end up <laughs> looking them over again. But um, yeah, I, I I constantly think about it. Yeah, usually right. I think about like. You know, uh, earlier it'll be like something that happened in the role from earlier. I'd be like, oh, I could have done this, this, or this, or, yeah. um, you know, oh, I totally could have had this submission if I would have just done this. Or sometimes I'll get lucky and something I had tried that day that I failed at, I'll catch a video on Instagram, like you said. Cause sometimes you're just scrolling through Instagram and they have like targeted ads now. Mine's just freaking jujitsu. Oh yeah. But I'll see something that um that I messed up and I'll be like, oh, that's what I did wrong. But um yeah, I, I mean I think about it. Um, I don't want to make it seem like I'm obsessed with it, but it, no, I mean, yeah. we, we, if you get into jujitsu, it becomes a, at, at some level, some weird addiction. And yeah. Yeah. I always claim, I'm like, well, I'd rather have people addicted to jujitsu than addicted to 
something else. It's, it's yeah. a little more constructive. So what, uh, tell me a little bit more about, um, each of your backgrounds. Cause we basically started like you guys met in, in South Florida mm-hmm. in high school, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So like Brian, like when did you first start playing baseball? Like give me like a little, a little bit of like what happened from like when you start, when you got born in, in South Florida and, and when you ultimately met John in high school, like what were you doing and what kind of kid were you and stuff? Um, so I was a very uh, energetic kid. Uh, people thought I had ADHD because I was <laughs> I was like off the fucking walls. Like I would really? I would scream. Do you have any siblings? Yeah, a brother and a sister. Okay, um, they're not like him at all. Yeah, my brother's an astrophysicist. My sister's a surgeon, and I'm uh, really yeah. <laughs> both uh, my everybody in my and my mother's a doctor. My father's a lawyer. Everybody in my family has a doctorate. I'm the one with a master's. <laughs> Just a master. Just a master. What I'm a, a peasant. <laughs> wow. Do they give you shit for that? No, I give them. I give my brother shit because I, I graduated and I have a career um, earlier than he does because he got a, a computer science degree and then an astrophysics degree. Okay. So he's still in school right now. He has a PhD, your brother. Yeah. Wow. And what? Astrophysics. Oh. And he's doing a postdoc now. Like what is? Um. Yeah. I think he. Uh. He's doing his dissertation. So I think he's in the last year. Okay. Of school. And where is he going to school? Uh, I think he's in uh, Michigan State. Sorry, Don't worry, he won't hear this. So yeah, <laughs> probably not. Somewhere no. where it's cold. Yeah. So uh, okay, <laughs> damn. So <laughs> what, what what is what is that like? Like, was it just kind of expected that you guys were going to be in higher education? Like, yeah. So like the expect like um like I feel like what are these conversations at the dinner table like? Brian was definitely going for the athlete route for a while. I was yeah. He was going to be a I baseball player. Played college baseball for a semester um, in Georgia, and I fucking hated that. It's it's like, like having the Bulldogs, a Georgia. No, no, no uh, it's a college called Oglethorpe. Yeah, Oglethorpe University. It's like a D three school. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. they're not like a powerhouse no, baseball. Okay. No. No, they in I think it's like seventy years of like being a baseball program. They had one MLB player. <laughs> wow, nah, that's still good. Though. I mean, <laughs> there's a what's the other? There's a school I always think of in Georgia. It's like a liberal arts school. Uh, fuck, I can't think of it. Emory. Emory, yeah. Yeah, Emory's they were our top was, competitor. Really? Yeah. Did you beat them? No. Damn, bro, <laughs> I was okay, so um, okay, so what got you into? So what if? Were your siblings, even though one is, you said a doctor and the other is the astrophysicist? Yeah. What, what is your, your sister's a doctor? Sister's a doctor, yeah. What is she a doctor of? Uh, she's she? a cardiothoracic surgeon. Okay, I'll make so a note she of that. If I, ever have, if, I have, if I ever have heart issues, I'll, yeah. I'll be like, I need a consult. What, um, did they do sports when, when they were growing up? My brother did re- more wrestling than I did. So he actually did uh, two or three years of wrestling in high school. Um, and then he was, he played the quad, the drums. Okay. Um, and then my sister played bass clarinet and a little bit of soccer, but not in high school. Um, so I was definitely like the most athletic one. Um, I played South baseball Brooklyn. all four years of high school. Uh, I played basketball. Um, what position did you play in baseball? Uh, I was a catcher. Um, and then when I went to college, they moved me to third base. Okay. And did you, was there a lot of, uh, how did you get along with your siblings? Like, did you guys like roughhouse a lot or were you guys like very polite to each other? Like what was, um, my brother is a very kind of introverted guy. And so he was not, 
And most, where are you in the whole mix? Are you like the I'm the youngest. So You're my brother's five years oh, older than me. Okay. My sister is a year and a half older than me. Okay. Um, I got along much better with my sister um, than I did with my brother. Uh, I didn't really necessarily fight with my brother. I wanted to hang out with him, but he just did not want to do anything ever. He didn't want to do anything. Yeah, ever. What's his idea of like downtime? Uh, he plays a lot of StarCraft. Oh, okay. And then he reads a lot. Um, currently, he's a, a, like a Twitter troll. <laughs> he uh, goes, he argues no, with people on Twitter. Yeah. Really? And me and my sister are like, why? Are you, why? Why? And he's just like, it's funny. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, if if you ever get a troll from Twitter. Just remember, that might be an astrophysicist. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, um, and this is all happening in the Fort Lauderdale area? Uh, no, so now, uh, well, yeah, yeah. For the most part. We were part. in Plantation, yeah. Okay. And then you went off. So, so I just want to understand this one thing. You, you guys... You you guys reconnected in Orlando because Brian, you were doing your masters here, not your so not I did your my, undergraduate. Um, I so I did my uh, AA degree at Broward Community College okay. in South Florida, and then after that, I came up to UCF to finish my undergrad. So where did you do that one year of baseball in Georgia? So um, after I graduated uh, high school, I went immediately to Georgia, um, and my credits and everything didn't count there. So after. Well, I mean, they did because I passed my classes, but I left there because I hated that. It was literally like having a job. Like you wake up at seven o'clock, you have to go to practice. I was not allowed to play other, like I couldn't play basketball in my downtime. You can do intramurals or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's a D3 school. I'm not going pro. Like, Were you on scholarship? Yeah. 13th. Yeah. Okay. And then, so you, you were like, this isn't for me. So you left and mm-hmm. your credits couldn't, didn't transfer. No. So, so that's when you went to, that's when you did community college for the AA yep. and then continued on to UCF. to UCF. Yeah. And that was what, remind me again, what, what were you studying? It was uh, social work. So what, what, what takes you into, so, like, again, like you, you, he just likes lawyer, people. doctor, mm-hmm. astrophysicist, doctor, social worker. Yes. So originally <laughs> uh, I was going to be, um, I was studying criminal justice okay. at community college. Um, but then my mother told me what her social workers do and how much they get paid at the VA. And so I was like, seems good. seems reasonable. That seems like something I would want to do. Um, then I became a sociology major and then a social work major. Um, after I figured out what social work is, cause you know, a lot of people think, well, please, I, that was yeah. my next question. You read my mind right. cause social work you think has been kids. thrown around so many different ways in so yeah. many different contexts in so many different life. And nobody actually says what it is. Right. I feel like so elucidate, please. So there are multiple forms of social work. Sometimes you can be an advocate and work on policies. Um, So you you can advocate for political policies, company policies, like HR, things like that. Um, There's also social worker for like DCF, Department of Children and Families, where yes, you know, you assess for threat. Um, You take kids out of the homes if it's threatening and all that stuff. Definitely did not want to do that. Um, I wanted. I am a clinical social worker, which is more of a therapeutic um, in counseling kind of role. So I provide counseling services. Uh, I work for a hospice provider, so I provide counseling services to uh, family members who are grieving the loss of a loved one or going through, you know, caring for somebody who's terminally ill. So, so, so social workers are like therapists, or are, are, are therapists that that are, work directly work for who? who? So who's paying you? 
So a company, uh, Advent Health is a company I work for. They okay. pay me, um, but I my. So you're job, part of the medical care. You're part yes, of the I'm medical, medical team. So okay. um, the healthcare system is. Yeah, an easy way to put it is like I handle everything psychological. The nurse will handle everything physical and like the medications. Um, we have chaplains who handle like spiritual interventions, and then the doctors kind of oversee everything. Is essentially the role. So, that's funny because I would think that they would call that role psychologist or therapist. Yeah. But it, it, the title is social worker. Yeah, so uh, psychologists will deal more with severe mental health issues, um, with people who have debil debilitating mental health issues. Social workers work with people who have, um, you, you know, they're functional adults, but they have, you know, trauma just dealing with just dealing right. with the dealing shit with that that's, that they're okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that social workers can't help people with. No, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand, but but you're 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 drawing a line and saying if someone has a clinically diagnosed issue then they'd see the psychologist generally yeah but if we're just in a you know a tragic situation or a stressful situation that just is a natural side effect of like you said dealing with a terminally ill family member right. or something that's where a guy like you comes in to help right um I would imagine having jujitsu as an outlet helps Absolutely. because you're not necessarily seeing the sunniest, the sunny side of, of, of the world right. on yeah. a daily basis. Um, how, how, how do you handle that? Cause I, 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 I wanted to, I, I know for example, um, cause my previous sport was tennis and I, I used to play tennis with a guy I, not long, but I crossed paths with a guy who was a doctor and an oncologist and he could only do three years. And then he had to like do something else because he's like, I, I just got, it's just over, too depressing. It's yeah, sad, yeah, you know, it it it, it fucking sucks. Um, and I would imagine, you know, and he said he's not the only one like that, and I can totally get that. I don't know yeah. how you could do twenty years in that, you know, and right. So how um, I'm not asking you to go into details, but just like, how do you deal with, you know tragic situations on a kind of regular basis it seems like is, is it fair to say that you do that like yeah or absolutely i mean like so again i work for a hospice so sometimes i'm having a wonderful conversation with you know one of my patients and then a week later or two weeks later they'll be dead like that that happens very regularly and you know it's it's morbid it's sad um but i have a very kind of um like you definitely need outlets like jujitsu and, and stuff like that um and sports you know all that but um, having a, a positive perspective on just like life in general and life and death, because death is you know just as natural part of, of life as yeah. life is, um, and just having a, a good outlook on it, um, I, I think helps exponentially. Because there are people who struggle a lot with you know people dying and not wanting to talk about it and stuff like that. But there are other people who um, confront their mortality, like patients of mine will actively re recognize that they are dying and they'll confront it and they'll be okay with it and i think seeing those people um gives you uh like a sense of, of like being okay or a sense of like comfortability mm -hmm. seeing that the worst thing that could possibly happen to you is is death and seeing you confront that and being okay with dying i think is a beautiful thing to to see so, so you actually you, you get it seems like very and you know you can be inspired by this absolutely yeah Wow. And, and like I, I enjoy deep kind of conversations like that and having, um, you know, talking about uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. I'm very comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. That's, again, why I like jujitsu. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So and I'm 
I, I feel like I, I'm a good social worker. Like I, I'm, I'm confident in my ability Ooh, to like. He's not uh, a humble one though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so t- <laughs> well, no, like people will tell you, you know, like so, like, yeah, I, yeah. like um, uh, so, like I, I feel like if a person is gonna have a discussion about death or dying, I want to be that person to be in the room, like having that conversation, because I feel like I'm, I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. How long you been doing it now? Uh, about two years. Okay. Obviously, there's still a lot I can learn. Sure. Not, you know, I gotta. Is there any? Was there any interest in getting a PhD? Well, interest? No, because there's not much that I can do extra with a, a PhD in social work than I can't. I can do with a master's degree. Okay. Um, so the only thing would be it would be easier for me to get a teaching job. Um, but that literally, I'm. I already got offered a teaching job, which I'm going to take uh, for UCF next semester. Oh, spring really? Semester. Yeah. It's an adjunct professor, yeah. You're going to be teaching how many classes? Uh, Just one. What's the class going to be? It's the internship program, so I just have to make sure the kids are on track to graduate. shout out to the internship program. (laughs) Guys, if you're considering an internship program, look for Brian, and he'll he'll take care of you. He'll guide you. Exactly. Um, Okay, so give me – I I would be shocked if you didn't have one of these deep conversations with John, who's sitting right next to you. We've had conversations, for sure. So what's the last conversation you guys got into it about? Um, so, uh, you're good, you're good, you're good. (laughs) Uh, so like, um, his, his and his girlfriend had a a couple troubles and, you know, he came over, uh, I stayed with him for a short period. Yeah. Okay. Cause they lived together. He ended up coming to my house for a little, and I will say sort of the humility aspect. I think he's good at his job for whatever that's worth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So that's, okay. That was thoroughly fascinating. So, um, and it's weird cause so you guys obviously, you know, are familiar with some podcasts. Are you familiar with the Lex Friedman podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess he opens a lot of his podcast. I didn't know this, but he, John Danaher was on yeah. for four hours. So if you <laughs> oh guys need four hours, to, it's actually a good podcast. I think. Um, if I need something to fall asleep to, I'll yeah. <laughs> if, no, if you want to, yeah. If you want to fall asleep at night, you have you have an insomnia. Listen to it. Um, <laughs> but he opens with he asked John Danaher, um, "Are you afraid of death?" So it made me when you were talking about that, it made me mm-hmm. think about that and. Um, and I wasn't aware, but he, you know, Lex mentioned, I guess, like there's a philosopher who believe, or either a philosopher or um, a class of philosophical thought, mm-hmm. one or the other, that says that everything we do is, as humans is driven by our fear of death. That's like that. that mm-hmm. So I thought it was kind of, but he, you know, and of course, John has his own unique answer and stuff. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> So it made me think of that, which is it, that, that that's super cool, man. Um, yeah. Turning to John, then let's peel back um, the layers a little bit um, from like when you were a little kid to you know high school, college. Like, what were you like? What was life like for little Johnny? <laughs> um, I mean, I I had a pretty good life. Um, I've do you have any siblings? I do have one sibling. She's younger than me. Okay. More successful than me. What does she do? <laughs> she works for Microsoft. She's an electrical engineer. Although is she is, in, is she in um, uh, not Redmond? Redmond, yeah. Yeah. Well, she lives in Seattle currently, but okay. I guess that's close enough to Redmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Redmond is. Yeah. But yeah, it's the, it's that facility. Of course, it's work from home right now. But she is going back to the office soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, I had a pretty good life. I don't know. I I, I don't really have any like hardships to really share with you. Is I went to regular schools. Um, now, did you do any sports? I like, used what, to do what was recreational your thing sports. As a kid? Yeah, okay. I used to play basketball. Basketball was kind of my thing as a kid. But it was funny. I was. 
a late bloomer, right? I was really short for a really long time until really, yes. Yeah, so I, I, I thought it was going to be the opposite. Like, yeah, I was kind of tall at the time. So, I oh no, dude, <laughs> I was really, and it it got, it got to the point where it was a problem because, like, in middle school, right, my friends are getting up to like five seven, five eight, five nine. And I'm I'm barely cracking five feet, and that's like not a basketball <laughs> thing, right? But yeah. of course, I was, I was like, you know, fuck that. I'm going to be the short good dude then, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I wish at the, I wish that I would have played uh, more like for like school competitive teams and stuff like that. But I was just too introverted too shy to really try out but i was pretty good um I, I feel like for somebody who doesn't play like like if you put me on a d1 core like i'm gonna get smashed obviously mm-hmm. but like if i go to the park like i could play with okay. most of the people out there we actually played a uh, flag football on the same team as children that's and true. had no idea we, we have no recollection team. of it yeah. we only we found out because one of the pictures yeah, yeah my well actually i found out because my mom was such a mom thing she was like brian Lorente, i remember that name and then she went and found one of my pictures from our full school football team or sorry flag football team when we were kids and me and brian were on the same wow. team wow yeah, i was like i don't know eight or nine years old or yeah. something i have no memory of him at all what <laughs> is um so what were your hobbies coming out outside of sports like when did you get into gaming Oh, I had yeah that uh, I mean early like I don't know twelve thirteen I had we used to play Halo three Call of Duty all the stuff. Okay, um, what was your first console? Uh, Xbox One. It was a, a well PlayStation two. Okay, I, maybe even a GameCube. I don't know if GameCube came out before PlayStation two, but PlayStation two is what I played a lot. But uh, I didn't really get into gaming until multiplayer started becoming a thing like on the 360 mm-hmm. and you know you could get in the lobby and start talking shit to people whatever. <laughs> <laughs> john's, john's pretty good at talking shit he's a quick wit he's so, as a cool. little kid i was of course like i said i was a late bloomer i had the squeaky voice you know and everyone, <laughs> wow. you know I, but i was I, mean, I don't know and then um yeah coming out i played a lot of video games my dad didn't really like that i played video games so he kind of didn't really let me that much um and then uh went to college at ucf um I mean, I kind of barely got into UCF. It was like a kind of a funny thing. Go ahead. You look like you're going to ask me a question. No, I was just, I was just, I was just wondering when did you, did you know what you wanted to study when you went to UCF? Yeah, I knew it was going to be computers. It was, I started out computer science, quickly changed it to IT because it was going to be easier. Wow. <laughs> so I'll just say it. I'll wow. Right. Are you a computer science? Yeah, what a yeah. pussy, bro. I know. I, I have a pussy. <laughs> Come on, man. But it was easier, and I ended up in the same spot, really, anyways. So, but um, I, I mean, course, you are working as a programmer, right, as a software engineer. Uh, so right now I'm in software quality, but I've, uh, I know, I know, uh, I know, I know. But I actually <laughs> just interviewed on Friday for a developer role that I, I nice. think I'm probably going to get, but we'll see. I don't want to jinx it. But um, yeah, so, I mean, like I said, IT was easier. Um so I did that. And then, of course, now if I could go back, I wish I did computer science. But at my first job, um, I had these two guys um, who were developers who kind of both like took me under their wing and just showed me all the shit that I probably would have learned if I did computer science. Mm-hmm. Um, and I shout out to Todd and Jeff, not that they would be listening, but um, <laughs> those guys taught me a lot or whatever. So um, I've been trying to, uh, you know, get into the more developer role. I've been trying to do that for like last year or so. Okay. And I think it's coming to fruition. What, uh, when did you guys uh, move in together in college? Um, and how did that so come about? When after I um, got my AA degree, there was like a summer semester where he had an apartment, this night circle, and yep. uh, he wasn't taking a class, but it was just an open apartment. So I lived in his That's right. room That's right. for like three or two the or summer three semester, yeah, yeah, two something months. like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then after that, we both got a place. Um, yeah, it would have been like I want to say like 2014. Yeah. Ish. And now, did we? Do you have any other roommates? Yeah, we had two other roommates who were still close friends with yeah okay. uh, one of them is like he games with us all actually both of them pretty much game with us all the time so okay. it's just and they one of them 
Actually, that's not true. They went to the rival high school for South Ooh, Plantation. Ooh, the rival high school. Yeah, oh, that's Plantation right. they, High yeah, School. They did. Yeah. But um, I was friends with them since um, like uh, middle school, and then Zach, actually Zach, I've known since second grade. So I was eight years old. So, what um, did you have any interest in getting a master's? No. No. Um, you pretty much get. In my opinion, this wasn't what I thought at the time, but this is my conclusion now. You pretty much get the same starting benefits. Salary. Yep. Like if you go for, for software specifically, mm-hmm. if you go get a master's in computer science, and actually I can attest to this because there's a guy working on my team right now um, making the same as me and he just finished his master's. My point is you can go right out of your undergrad and work for how long it take to get a master's? Two years? Something mm-hmm. like that. About two work years. for two years and two years later, you will probably be good for the same amount of money, if not more, and arguably better at your job because you've been working, you've not, you're not been in school. Yeah. That's I remember, my opinion. I remember when I was younger, um, like do you have 18, a 19. I do, but okay. I, I did my master's after industry. Okay. So you so went and worked first. I had, yeah, I had no interest in getting, I was done with school. I think if you're going to do it, that should be the way you do it. In my opinion. Yeah. I, so there was a term that, I, that, so when I was 18, 19, there was a term thrown at me that had to do with, and I forget the, I forget the term, but it, it precisely spoke to what you just said, which was um, how much time, not, not, there was no claim about if you have a higher degree, you're not necessarily going to get paid more. The assumption was you'd always get paid more in general if you have a master's instead of a bachelor's. But the question was, how many years does it take? Exactly. The bachelor to catch up, exactly. depending on the field. Certain fields, right. it would be a longer time, less yep. fields. So, and there's a name for it, and I, and I, some, I think gap or adjustment or something. Um, but it kind of speaks to what you said, which is you could spend money to go, potentially, sometimes you don't have to, but spend money to go to a, get a master's degree or earn money and ultimately make about the same after those, like... and. A lot of companies will pay for your master's. Lockheed Martin that's will come true. to work right now and pays 100% tuition reimbursement. That's true, which is, I, I, I think that's awesome. So then, it, like, when you add that in, it just, it, seems, it feels like it's better to do it, like I said, after industry, like you yeah. said. Yeah, so yeah, in, in my case, I, I worked um, close to two years in industry, got a little disenchanted, um, had, um, a, a, you know, a weird corporate meeting where our creative director was, they... <laughs> This stuff, I guess, happens. I've, I've only been in it, I've only been in a corporate job once, so I can't. You know, my my sample size is small, but other people I've worked with have had similar experiences. So I, I'm going to say at least this has happened multiple times. Where it's like two meetings were scheduled, most of the team went into one big room, but then the creative director and another guy were sent to the big bosses. They got fired, while then the other guys were telling us that they just got fired, and that was kind of like that was my my. My epiphany where I was like, all right, I need time for me to get out of here. Like I was getting a little disenchanted already and, and felt like I'd kind of, well, I always said learned what I, what I could have learned in, the, in that environment and I needed to change. And then when that happened, I was like, okay, it's, you know, mm-hmm. the, the decision was kind of made for me. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's kind of bizarre <laughs> thinking back that whole thing. But, um, as we kind of wind this down, because you guys have given me, I think, an hour, and this has been great. What um, what have been, like, give me your top five video games, in your opinion, Brian. <laughs> uh, I like shooters. I don't play Dota or any of okay. those games. Uh, so I like uh, Rogue Company, 
Um, I like the Call of Duty games. Um, Skyrim, I've been playing. The Witcher. Okay. Um, yeah. But, okay, so a combination and of... Rocket League, yeah. Rocket League? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, a lot of people play it. What about you, John? Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on... Like the what mood. kind of games you like? Yeah, the <laughs> mood. I mean, I, like I'm super competitive, so I need like a ranking system. I need. Oh I, man. I, I know. I, I'm one of those, but I, like I would was say it the, the 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 EULA. What is it called? The what's the scoring? The MMR. The MMR. MMR yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Matchmaking <laughs> reading. Yeah. No, MMR. but I think I think the formula is like E L U or ELO. ELO. Yeah. ELO. Yeah. That, well, that's based on chess. Chess is chess. ELO is like that's how they used to measure. Yeah, but they the do ELO in in like Dota, I think, right? Well, it's. Yeah, it's the same. It's a system. It's the same thing. It's like system. how do you how do you give someone a rating based on the relative yes. strength of your opponent and then your performance? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. So you're a MOBA guy. What else? Uh, Counter Strike. Um, I've tried Valorant. I don't know. I just rather just play Counter Strike. Yeah. I don't know. If I, but um, uh, let me think. Um, I don't know. Those are the two games that I've played the most. Like really, even yeah. going back, dude. I have. I would be embarrassed to tell you how many hours I have in both of those games. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Counter Strike's been around since for a long. Counter Strike has been around a while. Yeah, Dota has been too. Actually, did you guys ever play WoW at any point? In oh your yes, life? I love World of that's, yeah. that. That should be on the list too, of course. Well, when did you quit? At <clears throat> what multiple expan- times? I've quit. Okay, so when, what expansions did you quit at? Uh, Cataclysm. Okay, uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave up at Wrath of Wrath of Lich King. Like that, that was to, a good one. That like I loved the first expansion, the the one where they went to the Outlands, and yeah. then Wrath of Lich King. Those that was like the peak for me. Yeah, and then I then I quit. Yeah, I was a late WoW player. I think I started after Lich King, and then I played for a month, and then realized I don't want to pay for a monthly subscription to this. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I feel like every like I was when when I went to grad school, that's when I f- found out that how many people played World of Warcraft. It's one of the biggest games ever. It's probably well, uh, the, the achievement of those that that, that they made that in that game that is st- that is still being played. Of course, you could say that it's fallen off. Whatever. It's yeah, one. I'll, of the I'll take however ever. however many hundreds of thousands. No, I think they're still over mil- whatever whatever user base they have paying fifteen a month. I would take that every month. Like they're still making good money. Yeah, you know? of course. Well, they now not pay- now they've also gypped. Well, actually, is. Uh, is Classic WoW a separate subscription? No, it's the same. Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. I was going to say. But they're just releasing. So I saw, um, are you guys familiar with Honest Trailers? No. No. Oh, so Honest Trailers is a, is a channel on YouTube where they, they, they do just do comedy. Where they do a trailer with a trailer voice guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. They make fun of movies and games. I may have seen that, yeah. So they did, they made, they like did one for WoW. Yeah, it's a parody. And they made fun of WoW Classic and they say, wait, and like at the end they're like, wait, like 15 years when WoW Classic Classic comes yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys play any Diablo? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. What about Path of Exile? Nope. I tried for like, I, me and my like group of friends did it for, I don't know, we just never got into it. Like I started up the game, I picked a class or whatever, like looked at the skill, I remember looking at the skill tree and being like, holy shit, yeah. this is massive. And then we just never played, I don't know what happened. See, the thing with them is, like, they uh, they pick a game, they'll play for, like, two or three weeks, and then they'll quit, never play it again, and then they'll start playing Dota. And it's just, like, I've lost all Calls. my friends. I don't play Dota. I hate playing Dota. Um, I've lost all my friends to it. I don't know. It's just, Dota just calls <laughs> you, man. I, don't, I hate it. Honestly, I, I Did fucking you play any Dota. of the auto chess games? Any what? Of the auto chess games? Like, you know, like, I, I Dota play, like, auto chess.com. Ch- no, 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 no. He means, like, yeah. auto. Yeah. Oh, the Dota chess games? The no, Dota chess. No. Okay. I did play those, yeah. You did? Yeah. Well, now they have like their own separate thing. Yeah, now that they're their own separate thing. They're fun, yeah. I didn't get like competitive with it. They were fun. Um, fuck, so you keep going back to Dota, huh? 
I know, so it's horrible. I don't want to do. Give me a game. Get me away from Dota. I, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, but you like. Honestly. I mean, did you ever get? Into, did you ever try Overwatch? Yeah. And you never. That never did it. The thing about Overwatch is, I just feel like it's literally two teams at a huge stalemate until everybody gets their ults and presses Q, and then whoever uh, wins that fight uh, takes the point. And yeah. That's just the. That's just the feeling. I, I don't, I'm not saying it's a bad game. Yeah. But and when I would play Overwatch, everybody would just make fun of me because I I chose Junkrat, and I, I guess that's a bad character. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I never played really. I didn't play Overwatch. I I know a lot of people are into it. Um, I played Dota. I I appreciate what Dota is, and I definitely appreciated early on how much they built into making it an esport thing with oh, you know dude. you they know the prize like this yeah well, but just so like big. the spec like the the spectator mode like it was way ahead of its time yeah you know so in that respect uh, the the game I got into for a, a period of time was uh, Hearthstone yeah mm. you know that I, was more Magic the Gathering. I never played Magic. Oh, dude. Magic I never played fun. it with the cards when it was hot, and I never... I mean, I'm sure it's still hot, and I never played the online... Oh, I don't, I don't... I don't... I think I'm like a... I don't know. I'll say a beginner Magic player, but a mm -hmm. friend of mine is a really... I think probably the online is kind of like frowned upon mm -hmm. in the Magic community, but the the like the card game is, I think, pretty alive and well. Um, I'm sure it is. I've never... Like, that kind of stuff I've never gotten into for It's expensive. Reason. Oh, I'm sure it is. It's expensive. I'm absolutely... Well. It's... it's I mean, it's crazy. I see these guys show up with boxes. Like, to, they go to the back of comic book stores with just boxes really and boxes of cars. I'm like, yeah. damn, bro. Um, so, what is the one game you guys are looking forward to coming out? Battlefield. 20, what, 2042, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I thought they were calling it Battlefield 1, but I thought that was the last game. Maybe it is. I could be wrong. No, no but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah. the new Battlefield. What about you? Uh, there was like this game that I saw on like um, like GameSpot or whatever channel um, that it's it's like Skyrim, but you can kind of like have a dragon mount. I, I don't know what the game is called, but that that looked interesting to me. I, I probably should have jotted it down what it was, but <laughs> yeah, I, I've tried to get away from grindy games as much as I can because yeah, because they, it it's, just take, it's it's infinite. like World of Warcraft. You can't. It's a job. Yeah, it's an infinite. Yeah, and for infinite. me, like I can't play it. Like people, are like, well, why don't you just play casual? No, I'm like no, you can't do it. No, you can't, can't do it. I need no. to be. That's why Path of Exile is dangerous because the same thing, and they have a, a season system, Ugh. which means every six months they not six months every every quarter they release a new content patch, and the content patch is significant, and they do a hard reset of everything. So you can take right. your character into, you know, into the... Diablo does the same yeah, thing. Yeah, same thing. But they actually introduce, like, new content every... Not just a few new items. Diablo yeah. 3 is just, like, a few new items. This is, like, a new game mechanic every time, yeah. you know? That's pretty um, cool. I'm still waiting on GTA 6, though. Dude, that would be crazy. But that's the, gonna be the current GTA is a cash cow that they just... Yeah. Print I thought, I, I thought like they it. said 2022 is coming I'm out. I'm sure they said crap. But I've definitely made an effort to try to go through my... Because I'm a PC player, to go into... Um, my backlog of games because I have way too many games that I've never I don't have enough time to play because they all go on sale for like my rule if it's under five bucks I'll buy it yeah mm -hmm. but now I have an icon that I spent five bucks for an icon I'm never gonna is um <laughs> is try to play the games that are like I'm trying to go towards and I enjoy them like self-contained experiences so it's like a single player game yeah no grind it's a it's a narrative thing yeah, you know yeah. and and those are fun too. and those are those are good but there's something more viscerally addictive about the grinds for sure you know but the thing about dota is you don't even grind anything oh it's if you're grinding mmr you do 100 percent. oh yeah but that's brutal and that oh it's worse than, i mean you're not even grinding you items man like i oh, was dude. playing diablo to like do magic find you're grinding stuff. wins uh, 
it's terrible. And I'm, I was, I'm a terrible Dota player. It's like one of the games. So I, are you? So by by this point, any audience is, is gone at this yeah, point. So okay, who sorry. cares? This is the dregs of the whole thing. <laughs> but like, are you playing a carry? Are you playing a tank? Like, I usually play carry. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the pressure's on then. Man. <laughs> uh, but it is very satisfying if you if you do carry a game. Yeah, you win games by yourself. So it, you have to at the, the skill level awesome. I play. You so have to win by yourself. Who, who, who? What are the heroes you like taking in Dota? Um, I will. I try to have a pretty big hero pool. That's like one of the things I think I'm good at is playing the hero that's good for that spot. But my best hero is Clinks. Oh, I know Clinks. Yeah, I'll win. The, I'll, the, Clinks is the is the little uh, like skeleton dude that yes. fires bows. Yep. I have a seventy. And he doesn't, doesn't he win. like? Isn't he good at? Um, my terminology's off. When you jungling, he's good at jungling, right? No, no, he does not jungle. He, he does jungle. No, he's like a nuking burst. He gives like a single target damage person. I thought he's the guy that would chase. He wouldn't jungle, but he would go into the jungle and. and so he does have an ability that absorbs a creep in the jungle, but it's not for jungling. It's it basically gives him stat boost so that he can. You basically go eat a creep and then go off and kill somebody until it comes off cooldown again and you rinse and repeat. Is it is it is it strategy for him to to hunt opposing people while they're jungling or no? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. I think. Okay. Clinks. God damn it, dude. I <laughs> Nobody's going to appreciate this but you guys. <laughs> I got my record in Dota to 256 wins and 256 losses. And I just won because I was 50, like 50. I was like this is beautiful. And then my buddy was like, "Just play one more game." Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, "But I've got 256, 256. Like I can retire." It's like, "Just play one more game. You got to have that win, one win above it." But I was like, "256 is such a great number. It's two to the power of something. You know what I mean? This is great." He's like, "No, no, no, no. Just so I played. He fed, and we lost. And I didn't speak to him for the rest of the night. Like I was like, <laughs> I was so pissed off. It gets personal. <laughs> God Almighty. Um." Guys, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks for saving the podcast. Is there anything you want to promote to the one person left listening to this? Are you doing your business thing? Are you? No, doing- it fell through. You should ask me about it. If I, but no, it. I, I mean, that's a whole thing. It, it's not. I mean, it, you want to talk about it or no? Yeah, you got, I mean, I, I okay. Don't, so we'll just, I don't want to drag on the podcast. No, no, no. no I know, but it's, it's, so you are you are going to launch an online betting platform yeah. for esports. Yep, and. I didn't realize this. You were the one that told me, and then I started noticing it. Like a lot of betting sites, oh, yeah. you can only bet using cryptocurrency. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, any sort of US traditional um, uh, what, 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 currency, you yeah. know, like US dollars mm-hmm. or euros. <laughs> um, so you were thinking about doing that. Um, what ultimately um, dissuaded you? I went and spoke to an attorney. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. well, okay, so what did the attorney say? A lot of things. So basically, there is a statute, United States statute, USC 1860, 19, I don't know. There's a bunch of numbers on it. Basically, any money, any business that is operating in a way that transmits money between two people um, with cryptocurrency falls under this thing that... Um, it's like, like here's an example. I, I was reading after he t- he told us. I read and read like more about it. And basically, a, one of the lawyers commented online and said it is one of the worst things to have to defend as a lawyer and one of the easiest things to prosecute because it just it's there's this 
United States statute that basically encompasses, like I said, any business that transmits money. But um, your business was not incorporated. Your, your business was not going to be incorporated in the United States. Doesn't matter because I was still going to have to report. To, I was going to have to report income. I mean, yeah, I was going to have to report income in the United States. Why? Because that, so that, be- that was our thought process, right? And I say, our, me and my buddy were doing this. And that because your customers would have been U.S. citizens? Well, so no. Even if we ban U.S. citizens, because that's what we said we were going to... Then how the heck did the U.S. government... Dude, I am just... Okay, so now... I, <laughs> I am so upset about this. but Because in my head, I was like, all right. Because we the, co- the, the business was going to be operated in Costa Rica. And um, we were going to ban U.S. citizens to basically make the U.S. government happy. And we were going to report taxable income. We were going to do everything the way you're supposed to do it. But... Um, you were going to report taxable income in Costa Rica. No, in the United States, because the money has to come here. Like the, the you can't not pay taxes to the U.S. government. You can't do it. There's no. I mean, you can, but you you're doing yeah, it illegally. You, so you you're saying you were planning to move money from Costa Rica into the United States. Yes. Okay, and then at that point you have to report it. Yes. Okay, so I, I'm following you. I was just thinking yeah. like. If if this business is working and money's going into account in Costa Rica at that point. Yes. That, Why would right. the U.S. government have to, you right. know? You are correct. Okay. But, eventually, but then yeah. you're like, I want this money that yes. this business, yeah. so I need to bring in the United States. How does it come now? Okay. Got yep. It. So, and it turns out, like I said, that statute uh, basically would, it's not that you can't do it, but if you do want to do it, you have to make all the agencies happy. There are anti-money laundering, AML. There's um, all kinds of agencies that basically they want to make sure, well, they say this, but I mean, who knows what their motives are, but they say that they want to make sure that people aren't using your business to launder money or do illicit things. And also cryptocurrency has a bad rap for like Silk Road used to be this thing where you basically buy drugs online and you only use Bitcoin. But um, the they want to make web. sure. Yeah, the dark, yep. the dark web. <laughs> um, so yeah, and so like it would have been, it would have been feasible, but like I told you, I was ready, me and a friend were ready to throw down for advertising. You know, it was gonna be thousands of dollars, throw down for this, that, and the other. We have a whole code base of, sh- of code that took time to write, right? And, um, you know, to pay these industries basically to give us the stamp that says, yep, you are cool to operate. We think that you are operating in a way that is not, um, you're not allowing funny business to go on. It's going to cost like, I don't know, like a hundred grand. Wow. So, and that, and then like, like I said, I was ready to throw a few thousand at something that, cause at the end of the day, I don't even know if people are going to use the site. Yeah. But that, that's so interesting. I mean, I, I, I understand I understand the rationale of these agencies to some degree. Um, but it's it's kind of fascinating to me how many ways you could it made me realize like how many ways you could launder money and, and yeah. do things because to me I'm I'm thinking the guy's opening a business in Costa Rica. It's gambling related, so that's why he's doing it there. Okay, fine. It, it, people will be like that's kind of weird, but well, what he's doing it there. And that company in Costa Rica is going to make money. And then he is an owner of the company is going to pay himself a salary yep. for running the company. And that's going to contribute to his personal income tax in the United States. Yep. That's I'm like, that makes, I'm like, okay. I mean, I thought so it, 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 to some people be like, that's a lot of work. Why do you go into other, well, okay, don't, ignore that. Just in terms of those steps, that kind of makes sense. But there's even, there's even lawyers that don't know that you can't do this. Cause I spoke to multiple lawyers, but this guy that we ended up going to, he used to work on a prosecuting team that were specifically prosecuting cryptocurrency because cryptocurrency is weird, right? It's like there's laws that are still forming. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the government is still like trying to figure out like, what the hell are we going to do about this crap? Um, and some lawyers don't even know what that statute is. That, that was what well, the lawyer told me. Yeah. 
on a separate note, what blew my mind was I was like, how are you going to get odds for all these matches? Like, oh, that's already done. People do Third odds for everything. Yeah. I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, there's, there are people making odds. Like, when I, the thing that blew my mind, it was well, when I competed recently, I got, se- like, Mike, who was also competing, sent me, th- by the way, this is jujitsu, not, like, yeah, in the yeah. gaming mm-hmm. thing. He sent me some social media thing. He's like, look, here are the odds. You're favored. I was like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> By the way, if you've been on my opponent, you won because <laughs> you know. But I was like, who came up with these odds and what? <laughs> so actually, we are site. So there are third-party services that do do odds, but there's also called what's called parimutuel betting, which mm-hmm. the odds are basically determined on the money that's coming in. So that's if, what I thought you were going to be doing. Well, that is what we were going. Well, okay. we were still deciding on that part. Actually, so it's like if a bunch of money goes in on one side, then you balance the odds. Exactly. Yeah. So and then the odds basically decide themselves because if everybody, like if everybody bets on Noah to beat whoever, yeah. then obviously you're not going to get paid as well for betting on Noah exactly. because there's not that much money in the pool, and mm-hmm. then the odds kind of just do themselves. But then they're also third party service. It, it, there's a, the gambling as a whole. It's just a whole thing. That's crazy. So are you thinking about another entrepreneurial idea? Um. I mean, I don't know if it's entrepreneurial. I have, um, <laughs> I have had some success uh, trading. I started trading crypto and also just regular equities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm nowhere near quitting my job or anything like that. But um, I'll probably go that direction. I, right now, I'm trying to get this new job, which is one, work from home where I don't have to go in the office, and two, um, less hours per day because right now we work four tens at Lockheed. Okay. And so 10 hours a day plus my commute makes it 11. Then I want to come to the gym and then basically all the time that's left is eat and sleep. Yeah. So it's not a much time. You for don't me. like those three day weekends? I think I'd rather work from home and just work on a Friday. Okay. I do like three day weekends. It's nice. But a lot of times the Friday I'm just kind of unraveling for, and I also like for me personally, I, I, yeah, they're not gonna be listening. I hate my job. I hate it so much. Um, it's so bad. Like, I, I <laughs> everyone could, hates their job, dude. No, dude. Like, everyone, everyone bitches about their job. I could have the best job in the world. I'll bitch about. Like, that's that's no, human nature. No, dude. This I because I've had other jobs and like, yeah, like I don't want to go to work today, whatever. But this, I don't. It's like a whole situation. My boss is like, she's just. I mean, per, I think. Okay, she's crazy. Not, <laughs> it's okay to hate your job, but don't start. Naming. I mean, she's, she's not gonna listen. I mean, if she listens to this, whatever. I, I think she's crazy. I mean, I, I've had. I've had one-on-one discussions with her and i just you know well that's why we talked about moba to throw every like at that point they're yeah. like we're done and now we come back rid of the viewers. And, and now we drop the, the, the juice so last question brian given that he is the uh you know i'm i'm manipulating the markets and doing this and you're you're dealing with you know deeper questions of you know life and fulfilling life and confronting mm-hmm. mortality I don't want to say, do you judge him? Because I, I don't think anyone should be judging him. But I kind of want you to judge him. Like, do you ever like shake your head and be like, I'm not saying you should. I, mm-hmm. I'm not the one, I'm not some higher power saying one's right and one's wrong or anything like that. But I just feel like, um, you know how they say like, you know, uh, opposites attract. I feel like you guys are kind of an example of that. Not, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of things you have in common in terms of belief systems. I'm not saying Brian is the friend I have gotten the most arguments with. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, like (laughs) argument, like bad ones too. Just be like, you fucking bad shit. And it's because of that, but we're uh, close friends. So the next, well, and the thing I have jujitsu, so you can physically have an outlet to, to, to see those arguments come to a, a conclusion. 
we might have to have you guys on again and, and do a debate. On <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. Oh, no. I dude. love arguing. Oh, debating with I, Brian I, is I, the worst. I love arguing. It's really the worst. Okay, I, I don't want to I don't get into this. Do you guys have the same political beliefs? Um, yeah. More I'm, I'm more politically, because, uh, like, driven. He's not, uh, I mean... We it's an it's it's close enough that it's not. I mean, we've had plenty of political discussions, but it's not like it's not going to be like I'm voting for Trump, he's voting for Biden. Oh my God, I hate you. Not that I'm saying. It, yeah. It's more not like as an example. It's yeah. more like policy things. Like he said, like he'll say something like, "Um, oh, we should legalize all drugs." And I'll be like, "Well, hold on, not hey, it worked all in Portugal. Drugs. <laughs> it worked in Portugal." <laughs> it's like yeah, that that stuff like what kind okay. of lash and up. then uh, are. I've never done this on the podcast, but whatever reason, I feel comfortable doing it with you guys. Do either of you? Um, uh, I guess do you, do you have like a religious faith or anything? I do not know. We're, we're both I, I, atheists, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to say that because people are like, like. I'm, like a I'm whole... professionally Catholic. You're professionally Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. His job. So, at, at my you, work, were you were you were you baptized? Uh, so I yeah, I went to Catholic school. I was baptized. Okay. Communion confirmed all that. Um, what about John? I yeah, I used to go to church, Christian, but I okay. I you don't go to church stay. now or anything no, like that. Okay, no. we'll go next door and get barbecue though. If <laughs> there's good food, <laughs> they're supposed to be accepted. Um, well, dude, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, any 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 shout outs or promotion or is there any is there any white belt? Okay, last thing. <laughs> God damn it! I always say last thing, and then you go another hour. Um, best white belt story, both of you. There's always a great white belt story. Oh, um, so there was. Um there was a time we were rolling, and there was this guy who was just like commenting, you know, commentating on our on our I roll. I know who you're talking about. And I, I like, I like stepped over it, and I started reaping my own knee. And he starts, and the white belt going to reap his own knee. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! And he's also a white belt, obviously. Uh, no, no, no he, was he was like, he was, he was um, yeah, he was oh. doing like the MMA class, and he was just like sitting down. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a totally different guy then. No. All right. What about you? Um. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to disappoint the. Qu what kind of? What kind of answers do you? So he, here's what I mean. It's like, my first week here. So oh, I, I, I like. I so so I, okay. So I think you know what I'm talking about. Like, my like in my first week, I went with a guy, who was kind of intimidating because he's like really in shape, and I was like, I I'd, I'd been here a few days, you know, and, like, like I I thought I had him in a, in in an arm bar, and. And he somehow got out, and I was like, and then I got so I was I I overachieved for some reason that role, and I got him in a rear naked, and he tapped at the very end. And he's like, damn, I should just gone to sleep, and I was just like, looking at him like, what? what? I also went with a guy who slammed me three times consecutively in my closed guard. So I was, I had him in closed guard, and he picked me up at this and, gym. Yes, and he slammed me. Oh, three times. Three times. Now a slam was not. He wasn't able to literally pick me up. He literally picked me up like six to eight inches off the ground, and then uh -oh. boom. And I looked around like, is that supposed to happen? They did it again. <laughs> Boom. And I looked. I was like, what's going on? And then he did it a third time. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> that guy also tapped me. And when he tapped me, he was like, yes. And he celebrated. And I was wow. like, what the oh, hell is going okay. on? Um, yeah, I, I won't talk about how I got him back. Like, but when I was like, because he didn't train as much. So when I was a force fight white belt, I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I just beat the shit out. But anyway. Um, what was your yeah, I got it's like a, a beginner story, I guess. I when I was training at that other gym, I went. This was like maybe my first week, and I even texted him about it, and I was like, "Oh, dude, it was awesome." But there's this little kid. I mean, I he pro, if I don't know how old he was, and he didn't speak English, so there's not much like communication that was going on. But I want to say like 14, 
15. Actually, that's not true. It's not that he didn't speak English, but I think English was his second language, so he was shy. Um, and again, it's like my first week, maybe a second or third class. We got, I'm still like kind of just figuring out stuff, but he, I mean, he choked me out straight up. Like it was bad. Like he choked, he was probably a buck 30. And at the time I was like 205 and he choked me out. And I, you know, I was telling him the story afterwards. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I don't know how old he was really, but his parents picked him up. So <laughs> he's like, awesome. he's like 13, 14. I don't know. And I was like, damn, jujitsu is awesome. But yeah. is he still training here? I don't know. I was oh. at the other gym. The, oh, in, in Melbourne. This, is, this is in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, got you, yeah. got you, got you, got you. Cool. Um, Guys, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. You Thank saved you. the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah.